Alright. Hello everybody and welcome back to Oh, I almost dead named us on accident. Um Hypocritical Haters, episode thirteen. Mm. Unlucky number. Oh yeah. Dude. Um <laughs> I mean we talked about this before, but <laughs> when I was younger and I when I used to play sports and I was like eleven and twelve, number thirteen was like it was I would usually go for number two, but thirteen would be my backup and it would always get taken. So I'd always pick be number thirteen. Wait, hold on. Say that again. I'm gonna take a really big drink of water. Okay. I, usually I would go for oh, number I drank two. Alright, never mind. Uh, I don't want to hear it again. Oh, number two, that's a good one too. Dude, but yeah, we all right. So for context viewers, we we tried doing a, a take of this earlier and then my internet crashed like four times and then um I got angry, and so we had to we had to restart. And now we're here. Grayson had to buy one. a new computer because he broke his old one. Yeah. So and she's she's five years and and still going strong. But also the, to finish that bit, I also was number thirteen in lacrosse. That was like my number. So it was kind of like, what? Yeah. How did we not know that? Crazy, you know. You learn something yeah. new every day about the person you um, are friends with. Yeah, and I mean, we've been best friends for a while. We this is like when we discovered that we had the same middle name. What's your what what's your middle name? Do you wanna do you oh, have I your birth maybe. certificate with you? Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Dude, I've I think we've been honestly, I kind of have an issue where too many people that we know listen to the podcast now and I can't no. tell any of my stories anymore. Because they all involve other people. And, you know, when I tell my stories, I make everyone involved look like an asshole. And so yeah. now I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I don't have any stories to tell. Like, you like, do with stories. Yeah. Cause last episode, I told that story about like the girl who, like, you know, was like crying and like, you know, all that. Oh, yeah. And then she texts me. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, hey, dude. Like, she sends a screenshot of the episode. And she's like, hey, dude. Like, you know, so excited to listen. And I like forgot that I talked about it in that episode. And then I texted her later. I was like, hey, what'd you think? And she hasn't replied in like three days. So Ooh. I think I'm in trouble. Ugh, harsh look. Grayson's <laughs> sleeping on the couch from now on. Yeah. I'm Not because in... he's dating her, but because he just wants to sleep on the couch. No, because I don't own a bed and I literally sleep on a futon. <laughs> <Yeah. top. laughs> <laughs> I'm permanently in the doghouse just because I'm poor. <laughs> yeah. He's in the financial doghouse. The financial doghouse. Me and my bank account aren't on speaking terms right now. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally bought five guys and she hasn't talked to me since. Dude, yeah, five guys is like 20 bucks now for a fucking burger. Yeah, just for the burger. Ugh. Dude, I, yeah, and I say that like I didn't just go spend $15 on a burrito. Wait, you didn't even make it yourself? No. Where'd you get it? Where'd you get it from? It was like a burrito place down the street. It's pretty good. Yeah. Then it was worth it. Yeah. Perhaps. Plus, honestly, I'm like so fucking skinny that I like it takes me two sittings to eat a burrito. Oh, that's so, true. Uh, I eat the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah. Even if I'm like full, I'm like, no, I got to I'm a part of the clean plate club. I got to finish this. Yeah. I basically just spent like seven bucks on two meals, which is. That's pretty know, good. It's whatever. It's whatever. 
Yeah. I am the opposite. Speaking of the clean plate club, let's talk about my, uh, I don't know if you'd call it childhood trauma, but when my, when I was younger, my parents would make me finish my plate no matter what. Mm-hmm. So like that has been instilled in me now. I can't even like go out to eat or anything without like being like, okay, I need to finish eating this. If I don't, then I, I can't save it for later. Yeah. Usually it's cause it's like, man, I already ate so much of it. I could just finish up the rest of it. I think that's really good for you too. Is just like stuff in your face until you like physically can't eat anymore and then doing a little bit more. Yeah, I think so too. It definitely is good for like weight gain and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. So. Dude, I'm that's one thing where we are the exact opposite because like four years at Notre Dame. So Notre Dame after like 10 o'clock, there's no food. You can't go buy food anywhere. All the fucking McDonald's are closed. Everything's closed. Mm-hmm. And so I had to learn to like, I felt like a fucking squirrel, like hoarding my nuts for, for winter. Pause. <laughs> hey, yo. Tentative pause. Tentative pause. Um, but I <laughs> like everywhere I went, I'd be like, all right. Like I would literally like go to like a fucking film shoot and just start taking like little bags of chips and like putting them in my hoodie pocket and then someone would be like someone would be like hey keep can, can you uh, toss me your keys i just got to move your car i'd be like for sure yeah let me just get it for you real quick and i just pull out like chips granola bars cookies crackers just like all out of my pocket until i finally get the keys i'm like here you go he's like dude you have a problem yeah. i was like yeah my problem is yeah. i'm fucking hungry and everything closes by 8 p.m. Yeah, and I'm I'm too busy playing Getting Over It by Bennett Foddy to <laughs> get off my computer and go get food before it closes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I lived bringing that back. I lived from from midnight to six a.m. That was that was when I did everything. Def- eat apparently. No, I I ate from at midnight at six. Oh yeah, your nut supply. Yeah, I'd eat a bunch of nuts. Moving on, uh, <laughs> you said you had a list of topics this time. Oh yeah, let's let's get into something interesting. Um, we, this is this is where we like I I started this topic last time and then on the internet cut out and I got really mad. So let's see if that happens again. So I have this thing about like dividers and bathrooms, right? So you know, like like a lot of times like people make fun of you, like oh like what are you what are you fucking insecure man? You can't like pee next to another dude. Like what's wrong with you? And every time I get asked that, I'm like, yeah, dude, I fucking, my penis is three inches long and hard, dude. What do you, what do you think? (laughs) Like, yes, uh, that's kind of a, that's kind of a secure way of looking at it. Just like, yeah, I am insecure. Why are you not insecure? The fucking Chad face. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a micro penis. What about it? Yes, I have to sit down while I pee. Like, so what? Who cares? (laughs) It's more comfortable and my legs don't get tired. (laughs) um but yeah because you know everyone's everyone's always like but my thing is i think i think it's uh fuck i'm like so fucking i drank too much celsius now i'm fucking buzzing um yeah me too i drank too much java monster which you hate yeah yeah but i have a theory that like that whole like shtick of like people making fun of you if you don't want to go to a urinal that doesn't have a divider I think that's like propaganda. It's like a psyop created by like dive bars who don't want to pay to install dividers in between the urinals. Mm. Mm. You know? Yeah. Because think about it. 
ask any dude like, hey, which would you prefer? A urinal with a little bit of discretion or a urinal where you're like making eye contact with the dude with the dude next to you while you're peeing? Uh, I prefer the latter, but I think a majority <laughs> of people would prefer the former. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Um, it's like uh, if you never turned to the guy on your right and been like, "Hey, can you hold this for a second? I gotta, I gotta reply to this text." <laughs> can you hold this for a second? <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, you, so they're like back in the day, Apple did this like marketing campaign where they paid a bunch of like high school like meme pages to like fucking post like memes of like oh if you don't have airpods you're clearly poor like me putting in my airpods to drown out the poor people noises and it worked think about how many people you see with airpods these days yeah i got airpods i don't even use them and so i think that that's the case with the fucking dividers is they're like hey go make fun of that guy because he doesn't want to like touch your dick with his dick while you guys are peeing yeah yeah it was, I didn't want to have to tell you this, Grayson, but that was actually, I'm the one who started that. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> You're not even involved with the dive bars. You just really want to. Yeah. I've, just really I just feel really want to. Yeah. I, I haven't felt the touch of a human in years, Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm begging everyone I see, just hold it. Just, just, just for a second, please. <laughs> You go to some place that has like really big dividers. It's like, God, we've just lost touch with our fellow man. Like, is this really what we've come to? God damn it. Dude, okay, you go back out to the group. You're like, guys, can we get out of here? I don't I don't really like the vibe of this place. <laughs> like, is like it, is, do they have dividers between the urinals again, Dan? Like, no, no, that's not it. I just don't like the people that are here. That's all. <laughs> I know this one place down the road. It's like, oh, we've been there the whole, like, the past three weekends we went there. Can we please not go there again? Please, come on. I, I really like that one. Please, they have that trough where, like, everyone just pees into a big, like, bin. I love it there. <laughs> have you ever seen those? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, dude, it's such a terrible design. Oh, so yeah. gross. Oh, but, dude, speaking of bathroom humor, which... That should be the name of our fucking podcast at this point. Some man. some would say it's potty humor. But... Potty humor. Um, dude, I was at we were at this uh, we were at this like bar restaurant thing the other day, mm. and it was uh, it was me, uh, my friend Tommy, and my friend John, and mm. uh, so Tommy, Tommy sees some guy go into the bathroom, and it looks it literally looks like it's like a one stall like you know you go in locked door behind you, so he waits outside right. And then, uh, and then John comes up behind him, and he's and he waits because he's like, oh, okay, he sees Tommy waiting. It's clearly a wait, so he waits behind him. And then, um, the dude in there comes out, and Tommy goes in. Turns out there was like three stalls in there, <laughs> and so Tommy's like, oh, I thought it was a one stall, anyways. And so he like goes to the bathroom, leaves, doesn't tell John. A dude gets in line behind John. This dude's really gotta fucking go. <laughs> So Tommy comes outside. He's like, dude, I, I fucking, I was waiting out there for like, you know, five minutes. And turns out there was like more stalls the whole time. And I was like, oh, did you tell John? He was like, no. I was like, okay. And so then John goes in, does the same thing, comes out. Oh, no. and, and the fucking poor guy behind him <laughs> is waiting this whole time, like tapping his foot because he's got to go. Can you imagine he goes in there 
And it was just like four open fucking stalls. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with those guys? Nobody told me. <laughs> and it'd be so fucking bad. <laughs> the, be- the best part is John comes outside after he's done and like Tommy and I just finished talking about it. And so we're just like sitting there and John goes, dude, I thought it was a one stall bath. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I love stories like that because it's always it's something that's so small, but you can make it's a whole fucking story. Like some things will happen, and it's like at the time it's the funniest shit. But there are like other stories you have to be there for. That yeah. one, that one's one of the ones where it's like this is the stupidest, smallest topic, but it's a hilarious story. I'm glad you shared that, Grayson. Oh, thank you. I was actually kind of worried it would be more of more of a uh, you'd have to be there story. Yeah, no, I, I, I was laughing. It was good. Dude, one time when I was, uh, I was like, you know, twelve or whatever, um, we were at we were at dinner with with my cousins, and you know, everyone's bounced around like telling jokes and stories and stuff, and so mm-hmm. I this was like before I kind of like learned how to tell stories. Interestingly, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and so he, you know, someone would tell a story, everyone would laugh, and then I would tell a story, and no one would laugh, and I'd be like, ah, it was funny. <laughs> And then after like four of those, one of my cousins goes, you keep telling a story and then saying it was funny, but it wasn't funny. And so I was like, I was like, ouch. Okay. He's like, maybe just say you'd have to be there next time. And I was like, all right, dude. (laughs) Thanks for that, man. Fuck. Fuck you. Yeah. Next time, just tell me I got to learn how to tell a story. Which I actually kind of appreciate him for saying that because otherwise I would have just been telling really fucking boring stories the rest of my life. But Yeah, like me. Yeah, like Dan yeah. when he does a 20-minute. So my stomach hurt, and then I went to sleep. And then the next day listen, I woke up, and my listen, stomach hurt, and then I went to look, sleep. Listen, the details <laughs> seemed important at the time, all right? Yeah. And it was also like super late for me, okay? No, that's fair. That's fair. Hey, that's okay. Hey, this is a judgment-free zone here on hypocritical hate. It's literally the opposite with you. <laughs> it's never a judgment-free zone. Yeah. Every single fucking minute detail is judged so precisely, and it's really ironic coming from somebody who like doesn't think about every minute detail in the moment. Me? Well, I guess I should say you think about every minute detail too much because then you overlook everything that is actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Aiden about that recently. Apparently, it's like not common to like fucking have a panic attack every time you like try to talk to someone new. That's uh, I wish I I wish I didn't get panic attacks for that because damn. Dude, it's just, it's really weird to me because, like, I grew up for so long and I was like, oh, this is just, like, normal life. And, but I was, but it looked so easy for everyone else. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, it just looks that way. Like, in reality, it's just as hard for them. And then I started talking to them and they're like, what are you talking about, man? No, it's super easy to talk to new people. You just, like, fucking go up and talk to them. Like, what? I don't understand. Dude, I know. That's issues. the fucking worst part. I always ask. I'm like, how do you do it then? They're like, yeah, you just go talk to them. I'm like, what, what the fuck do you say? What do you say? It's like just stop being depressed. Just stop being depressed. Yeah, it's like, dude, I, I'm 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 thinking of everything that I could possibly come up with to say something without sounding weird or awkward. And it's like, I, what do I just go say hi? 
like hi they're like hi and then they turn away from me and do and and fucking ignore me yeah like or bro like what what dude do i there say there was this uh i was at a i was at a bar with aiden sorry i'm so full of stories i'll tone it down after this one but i was at a bar with aiden no feel free i i don't really have many topics this time okay okay uh at a bar with aiden and i walk in we pop, we walk by this girl and she like kind of looks at me and i was like okay like maybe girl talk maybe i don't know talk to girl talk Girl. uh talking to girl for 10 reps or 10 sets <laughs> yeah um and so i was like all right you know noted and then we sit down at the bar and i like and like every once in a while I like glance over there and she's like looking right at me and i'm like whoa scary like i don't know what to do about that you know mm-hmm. and um so after a while i'm like i, t- I look at Aiden, i'm like dude she she's been looking at me for like the past 10 minutes like i gotta fucking do something here like what what am i supposed to do i've never done this before and he's like he's like um i would just smile and wave and i was like (laughs) smile and wave are you that's that's your plant what are you fucking skipper from madagascar Madagascar. just smile and wave boys just smile and wave (laughs) just smile and wave boys smile and wave (laughs) yeah insert that so picture so 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 I'm like, just like this, and I like smile and wave at him. He's like, no, 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 like this. And he like smiles and waves at me. And we do that like three times. And then I'm like, oh my God, she's probably just watching me practicing smiling and waving with my friend right now. Yeah. And so I turn around and I like smile and wave, insert fucking edit of Skipper smiling and waving. Or no, fucking private smile and waving. That's me at the bar waving to this girl. Turns out, she and she like just like stares at me. And doesn't smile and wave. And I'm like, uh-oh, something went wrong. Something went wrong. What did I do? What did I do? And I look behind me, and there's a giant TV with a football game on it. And I was Ugh. like, oh, no. I was like, Aiden, we have to leave. <laughs> we got to yeah. go. We got to go to the bar without the dividers. <laughs> I, that's, I need a divider at the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want no possibility of eye contact with anyone. <laughs> Actually, I think they have those in Japan. They do. Yeah, there's a restaurant. Like a certain type of restaurant where they're just like cubbies that you would you order yeah. you can order silently too. Yeah, you, I don't even think there's like a chef. I think or there is a chef, but like I don't think there's like a waiter. Like you, I think you like order on a tablet or something. Yeah, <laughs> there's no chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no food, but you just go and sit there and don't talk to anyone. Yeah, it's just God, a library. This is, my, this is my favorite place. They're like, shut the fuck up, stop talking to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I just love coming here, don't you? <laughs> They're like, sir, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. <laughs> like, turn to the person next to them and the cubby next to them. They're like, yo, I just love, I, I love how quiet it is here, don't you? And the dude's one of us, and we're just like, we like look at them like side eye, and then like, uh, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> no, so so one dude turns to the dude next to him. He's like, he's like, dude, I just love how quiet it is here. And they're like, sir, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Like, you can't be talking to other customers. And, and then the guy's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Stop talking to me. And so then that guy gets escorted out. And then the dude who, who got talked to turns to the dude to his left. He's like, can you believe the balls on that guy to fucking try and talk to me? And then he gets escorted. <laughs> fucking the bouncer escorts himself out for talking to someone and, t- and telling them to get out <laughs> yeah another bouncer comes up and is like you talk you talk to that guy while you were escorting him out i'm gonna have to ask you escort you out he's like i work another, here what are you talking about another bouncer comes out he doesn't say anything he just 
points his thumb at the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of Japan, dude, I feel like the culture there is much more attuned to you and I. Not to be fucking every other dude on the internet fucking soy boy pointing at the Japan. That's with the, the island of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cultured. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm consuming. But... Oh. I just but finished I like, season one oh of God, Attack dude. on Titan. <laughs> Tatakai. Tatakai. <laughs> anyway. I feel like the culture is much more attuned to us because it's like everybody just kind of minds their own business for the most part and doesn't talk to anyone and is super polite and yeah. Oh, I think dude. it's just more, it's better for us than American culture, which is like, apart from like, no, nah, it's Amer all of American culture is like everybody's pretty much in your business. American culture sucks. Let's talk about this because I have two I have two things to talk about in relation to like foreign culture versus American culture. So mm. number one, I was talking to uh shout out Nick who lives here in San Diego. Shout him out. Um, mm. I was talking to him and apparently he was stationed in Japan for a while there. And he was telling me apparently in Japan, it's like when you're at work, it's like strictly like you can't question your boss on anything. Like whatever boss says goes like very polite, very professional but mm. they go out to drink like every night with their boss and like all of their coworkers. And the thing is, if if you've had alcohol, you're pretty much allowed to say whatever the fuck you want to your boss. And then they write it off the next day as, oh, he was just drunk. He didn't mean it. Mm. So you can literally be like, hey, boss, fuck you. Go die. Like, I hope you outlive your kids, you piece of shit. And he's Damn. just going to be like the next day, be like, oh, good morning, Tom. How you doing? Are you sure that's like all Japan or is that just like Nick's experience? He just got super hammered one day. and No, it's <laughs> all of Japan because I talked to another friend who, who lived in Japan for a little bit. And he was like, yeah, dude, they go and they go hard when they drink. They always go hard. Hmm. That'd be fun if I didn't have pancreatitis. Yeah. And another life. Yeah. Or just like a year ago. Yeah. That is kind of another life, though. I feel like a year ago, I was in yeah. college. I was in college, yeah, bro. That so. was a different life for me. It was a different life for me too. Uh, about a year ago, we we started the podcast. Actually, damn. I think the first episode might have gone up like very early February. I'm gonna go check this real quick. But yeah, I think. Um, no, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I no, I didn't have anything to say. I just like talking. What do you say? um i was just gonna say i think i think it's important that people visit other countries at least to be able to understand the culture you know because mm -hmm. otherwise it's like what, the, the only thing you're exposed to is american culture and american culture is so strange it yeah. depending on where you grow up like what state you grow up you have a completely different life someone who's like yeah. literally like one state over but versus even, japan like the whole country is like on the same page but there is some stuff that is like very like um, across the board american like uh i was i was at this party and i was talking to this um i was talking to this girl from france and i was like oh no way you're from france like that's fucking awesome like what's been the biggest difference that between like america and france that you found 
and she was like uh she was like honestly is it was a lack of respect and uh, i'm not going to do a french accent for the rest of this because it's really hard and um yeah yeah that was not bad thank you let's just go out on a high note (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know that's why i don't want to fucking i don't want to fuck up that first line um but she was like she's like because apparently she went on a date recently and the dude ghosted her afterwards Mm. and she was like that doesn't happen in france like in france it's there's so much more respect just out of courtesy for the other people it's like unheard of to just not fucking say like hey you know fun date but let's not do it again like you you Mm. give them the courtesy of like okay goodbye it was nice meeting with you interesting but america that's just how it works is everyone goes to each other uh yeah i think so i think a majority of people ghost them just because they don't want to fucking deal with it yeah which is really funny because it's like you're completely avoiding a completely normal interaction that you just have to be like yo i don't want to hang with you anymore i think what when we did hang out it was fun but i think i just i realized we just don't i don't like you or like we just don't work together that well yeah but uh which is especially ironic that we're giving other people advice i'm like hey this is what you're supposed to do in social situations duh yeah like after we just said like i don't know yeah how listen doing. to us because we know exactly what we're doing all the time in every social interaction ever yes yeah by the way we did upload the first episode of the podcast february 7th of last year february 7th oh wow so in a week yeah it'll be our one year anniversary Mm-hmm. that's cute should yeah. have a, we should have a little a little date night for it i'm down <laughs> i guess wait we will be recording on that day yeah well, i mean shit. if we keep up the week the weekly recording yeah damn on the same day damn. uh-huh damn son where'd you find this <laughs> insert mclovin saying it go Damn, son, where'd you find this? Okay, that's that's incredible. Thank you. Um. All right, new All topic. Right. New topic. New topic. Do you want to go, or you want me to go? Uh, you can go. The only other topic I have anymore is like, like love, and I feel like that's oh. a pretty heavy topic. So let's that try is and a do it. Heavy topic. Let's, let's try and do, do it later. One. Yeah. Um. Okay, I was going to bring up something else, but um, all right. So I guess do you want to hate on something? Uh, editor, cut that. Thank you. It's kind of it's kind of our name, but do you think it's time to that we hate on something? Uh, editor, cut that too. Uh, yes, I'm down to keep this one you, in there. You need to stop fucking doing that. I'm drinking Celsius, man. It's it's coming up up and out of me like a fucking geyser. Hey yo. Pause. Um yeah, let's hate on something. Let's do it. Okay, so as I am or as I do, I was on Instagram the other day and I saw a story from a college age female who's in a sorority and she she's one of those typical sorority girls, so she was posting about um those tip it's like the posts that you see that are supposed to be improving a female's mental health or whatever but all they really say is like you should take care of yourself 
Oh, yeah. You know, it was one of those. The thing that it said, though, was I deserve everything I visualize for myself. Oh, L take, L take. Terrible take. Ugh. I deserve everything I visualize for myself. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like that's like the female version of nice guys. Yeah. Like, I'm a good like, guy. I deserve a good girl. You don't deserve exactly. shit. You don't deserve I've been, literally the bare minimum you don't deserve. You don't deserve yeah, anything. I, I've been so good to you. Your shitty boyfriend is so mean. Why don't you pick me? It's like, okay, at the end of the day, you're, you're this is a transactional thing. You're being nice so that she, she picks you. You're not being a good guy. You're being a nice guy, which is like the lowest of the low compliments that you can ever receive. It's like, you're but nice. Even if you are like the pinnacle of human existence, you still deserve nothing. Exactly. You don't, that too. You don't deserve anything in life. You fucking get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Yeah. You don't get what you deserve in life. You get what life gives to you. Yeah. Nobody and ever like, gets what they deserve except for in movies and children's stories. Yeah. And like you can increase your chances of getting what you feel like you might deserve by you, like being a if you if you like if you're a good guy like you know you're probably gonna get good shit in return but you don't deserve mm -hmm. the good shit it's just like it, that kind of just comes sometimes yeah you get what you put the work in for yeah but even that like i don't know do you think you deserve like if you if you like study super hard for a test do you deserve an a no, but you worked hard and you get a better grade than if you didn't study for the test. Yeah. Do you think you you've deserve... done all you can? You've done all you can to do the best you can. And whatever you get out of it is the best you could have gotten. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you're fucking you deserve it. That just means that you got the best because you put in the work that you could have the best amount of work you could have done. Hmm. Scrape it. So I, I just didn't like it because like this this thing that people are now sharing, they believe that they deserve everything they visualize for themselves. It's like that's not how you're setting yourself up for failure by yeah. telling yourself that. I and, get yeah, like you're trying then, to. Sorry, go ahead. I get you're trying to like motivate yourself and like you're trying to keep yourself going and trying to uh, push yourself towards your goals more, even if it's like a really you're having a really hard time doing it. Mm -hmm. But that is the worst mindset to have because as soon as you don't get what you think you deserve then that's when you have a problem with life, I guess. Yeah. You think life is against you when in reality, life is not. We we were kind of on this topic last episode. I was about to say, this is like you just replace deserve with desire and it's like, oh, there we go again. Yeah. So. Um, you know, the first thing I wanted to say is I think a, another aspect of like the, like you deserve what you visualize for yourself is like a lot of people are really negative towards themselves like they have a lot of self-hatred and like you know self-doubt and stuff mm. and so i think that's an attempt to mitigate that mm. Mm. but it's kind of going too far in the opposite direction of instead yeah. of encouraging them it's kind of giving them like a like a complex almost that or it could just go in the complete opposite end of the spectrum and instead of somebody who thinks that they deserve something good they could think that they deserve something bad and then they become self-destructive that would be really funny. Someone sees that Instagram story and they're like, I'm visualizing a lot of pain in my future. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, this is like, I don't know. I mean, I didn't even think about that, but that's like a whole different thing you could do is 
you just come somebody who interprets interprets it the wrong way they're like i i do deserve all this shit that i'm taking from life right now all right new segment i'm gonna look up positive quotes and we're gonna try and interpret them to be super negative all right sounds good do you want me to as well uh yes just see if you can find any good ones don't follow your dreams chase them um i don't this is less fun than i thought it would be (laughs) (laughs) don't follow your dreams it just cut it right there (laughs) someone does a really bad crop job on it Dude, have you seen those, uh, they're like Garfield comics become 20 times funnier when you've removed the last, the last frame? Editor, what? put it, put in an example of that. But like someone, someone like takes like Garfield comics and they remove like the third and final frame. Yeah, yeah they remove the punchline. Yeah. And it and just it's... leaves it as something completely different. <laughs> yeah, I would fucking love those. Without third panel. Oh man. I'm so tired I can't think straight. Oh come on, John. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. You just take away the punchline. I remember fucking we did this at, at at when I was working full time at the uh for the military. Yeah. Because we were so bored we weren't doing anything all the time. Yeah. And somebody brought this up and we looked at a bunch of them. Dude, it was the fucking best day ever. It's so good. Dude, this one, it's, it's like... It's like the pinnacle of fucking anti-jokes. It's like so good. John and Garfield are just sitting there, and then John turns to Garfield and says, I sneezed today. And Garfield says, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, hold on. I have one of the quotes, the, one of the positive quotes. Uh, I think you could interpret as poorly. Uh, the quote is, you are enough just as you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the way you can interpret that is like, okay, I don't need to change or grow as a person at all. I am exactly where I should be all the time. No, to me, that's like, that's like, you've done enough. You know, <laughs> it's like, let me help. No, you've done enough. You, you're just <laughs> like, let me grow as a person. No, well, you've done enough growing, okay? Yeah. You've grown into you a real pain in my ass. Just as you are. <laughs> you've grown into a real pain in my ass. That's what you've grown <laughs> yeah. into. You've really grown into my ass. Oh, this one's kind of crazy. It's never your successful friends posting the inspirational quotes. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that one's... We don't even need to do anything to that. <laughs> yeah, that one's literally just... Somebody is just super pissed off that they're posting inspirational quotes every day. And everybody who is like liking their pictures is way more successful than them. Yeah. That's oh fucking awesome. Oh the life God. in front of you is far more important than the life behind you. Uh, I disagree. Yeah. I just oh, disagree with you that want, one. You want to hear a crazy thought I had? Yeah. So I'm like really obsessed with like people's perceptions. I'm stop me if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm like really obsessed with people's like perceptions, right? Because another thing about Buddhism is like there is no self, right? Mm. And so the idea is like you are not like there's no like soul inside of you that is like that is your is who you are. You are kind of just a product of your environment and all that. And it's just like you are basically just like a bunch of fucking 
like form like equations in your brain like you know someone says you're a bitch like equals you like get upset and cry in your room for an hour mm. um and so a, a part of that is to other people they have very vastly different perceptions of you like if i were to go ask fucking you know a no what's his name big tom from high school he was on the football team i have no, oh yeah 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 if i were to ask him like hey like like who do you think i am he'd probably just be like oh you're like the weird quiet kid that like you know does my homework for me otherwise i beat him up that's not true but <laughs> no, <laughs> you know yeah, he would he would be he like actually a really cool dude no he was very chill um but he'd be like oh yeah like you're like that weird quiet kid that's like pretty smart and i'm like okay but then i go ask you know fucking like preston like hey like who am I to you? And he and he just give like a totally different, like fundamentally. If if you were to put those two descriptions of me side by side, you'd be like, oh, those are two different people. Yeah. Um, I mean, even like your perception of what Tom would say is not accurate to what he would actually say. Right. Just to play on your point a bit. Which yeah, no, that's a great point. It's like even my perception of his perception of me is not is not exactly. the same as what he as what he would say. And so the my point with all this is to the people who you have hurt you are your worst mistakes mm. you know what i mean like especially mm. if they didn't know you that well prior to you hurting them mm. like when you're like hey who's this person to you you'd be like oh guy who broke my heart oh guy who like tripped me in the hallway and then like awkwardly shuffled away without saying sorry yeah which Wait, is did just... you do that to somebody no i don't think so <laughs> no there there was one time though i was i was dating this girl and i was like talking to my friends in the hallway this was like in high school and she like walked by like she walked by me and i didn't notice her because i was like probably telling a fucking stupid story at the time and she like waved and i just completely ignored her and she was so fucking mad i and my uh, friends my friends were like dude you're kind of gangster for that i was like gangster for what <laughs> And they were like, dude, you just ignored your own girlfriend. I was like, I what? And I like fucking <laughs> bolted down the hallway. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sweet, sweet cheeks. I'm sorry. Oh, I said her name. Damn it. No. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, dude. dude, that's that's a crazy thought, though. It's like, I mean, it's easy for us specifically. It's easy to get caught up in what is this person perceiving me as right now, especially since we are socially inept and very socially awkward. Yes. So thinking about that definitely won't help us in the future, but yeah, it is very interesting. Like I think something that, I think that's something that you and I think about very often, but a lot of people don't think about very often just because and mainly the people I'm talking about are the ones that are like, yeah, you just go up and talk to somebody. It's like, you don't, you don't, you're not thinking about the same things that I am when you go up to talk to somebody. Yeah. I'm so like, that is like, I, that's most of what I think about most of the time is like, how did I, how was my impression on this person? Did th what I just did Im 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 uh, impress on them that I'm a bad person? Dude. I don't let it like control me too much anymore, but yeah. it used to be like something that was like detrimental to me. Yeah. Two things. Number one, um, People always like people always like, dude, just like be yourself. Like you don't understand. I'm physically unable to be myself in yeah, like, I don't social even, situations like that. 
That's it something is not... that I've been thinking about too. Is like, go ahead. How do I be myself if I don't even know? I've been so caught up in how people perceive me. I don't even know who I am. Well, like my brain just doesn't work. <laughs> like I'll be in a situation like like socially and I got to like talk to new people and mm -hmm. I don't think the same way that I do when I'm like comfortable with people. Like it's it's very like mm, my brain true. is just like me empty too. and I'm like panicking and like fucking I can't yeah, like piece it's mainly the together. panic. Yeah. I think it's mainly the panic that's doing it. And the best part about that is that is who you are in that situation. Exactly. Dude, you're fucking speaking my fucking language, man. <laughs> that's, that's the best part. It's like, just be yourself. I am being myself that and I'm is, freaking out. That, that is, is me in that I moment. Right now. Yeah. There, is, there is no self. That's just who I am in that moment. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Damn. Damn. Oh, the other, <laughs> the other thing I do is uh, when I'm like, when I like meet new people before I'm like really comfortable with them, I have like a bar in my head like a vertical like like you know like when you like fill up a coffee it like has like lines and stuff on it and so every time i meet someone new it starts off dead in the center at zero and then if i if i feel like i did well in that social interaction the bar goes up and it's like green but then if i and so like you know over time these situations add up and if i feel like i fucked up in a situation the bar goes down and so every time I interact with someone that I'm not like super that I'm not like close with it's like every interaction is like a new test that will like increase or decrease my social rating because I have like undiagnosed schizophrenia and I just yeah can't be normal you fucking you're stuck in the Chinese social credits dude literally it's um, like I'm playing or... a fucking video game and like every and it's like at the beginning of the game where they're like every action has consequences that will happen later and in reality it's just like one person will either be dead or alive at the end of the game depending on yeah like fucking one. shout out telltale games yeah they're like every action matters but in reality there's like one action where it's like do you kill this person yes or no this will not really impact the story but at the end at the like in the end cutscene, this person won't be in there if you kill them yeah yeah exactly that's the walking dead in a nutshell yeah uh, speaking of which, Telltale Games, uh, I played The Wolf Among Us. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I watched PewDiePie play it back in the day, dude. Dude, it slaps, and they're making a second one. Like, some Sony team picked up Telltale Games when they crashed, and they're making a second one. And yeah, it I was about really to say, I thought, they, I thought they went bankrupt. Yeah, they did. And then some team picked them up and then gave everybody that was working their jobs. And they're completely redoing the story and everything for it. Nice. That's actually kind of hype. Anyway, that was a tangent. Tangent. Um, yeah, dude, I think not to sound like a fucking douchebag, but this is like, I mean, I'm being hypocritical when I say this. So um, I think people don't think about how we think enough because <laughs> we're so busy thinking about how everyone else thinks that now I'm saying everyone else should think about how we think as if I deserve it. <laughs> I know that is like very counter to everything we just talked about for the past 44 yeah, minutes. Exactly. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that being said, guys, pay more attention to me. Give me attention. I deserve it. I, deserve I visualized it. it. <laughs> Classic. That's funny. Yeah. Well, damn, that one kind of got deep too. Why are we in such a we're we're a, we're in a philosophical mood? I don't know. It's just how we are, I suppose. We're just so philosophical. 
God, I'm so fucking. I just how can every how can anyone think about anything else? Like politics and religion are the most important things in life. I don't know why we're talking about anything else. What did what did Jane Smith say? I don't, if you're not ready to talk, to talk about, about the about... sociopolitical state of the world. <laughs> yeah. And I look and I, I go around sometimes and I hang out with other people that are my age and they're just trying to just get yeah. 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 I'm just like, dude, like, oh my god. God, like, can we talk about, like, the political and economic state of the world right now? If we're not talking about the socioeconomic state of the world, then what are we doing? Yeah, What are we like talking that. about? He was, dude, that, that's a prime example of someone just lost in the sauce, and they just need to, like, be like, hey. Like, yeah, they no need cares. a reality check. No one cares, dude. Yeah. Wake up. Smell the fucking dude, coffee. Dude, speaking of fucking witch, uh, Mr. Beast, he uploaded a video recently where he gave he like cured blindness for like a thousand people. Oh, I saw the thumbnail for that. Did he actually cure people's blindnesses? So the way the this form of blindness is, the lens in their eye fogs up and they can't see anything um, very well anymore. It's like everything is completely blurry. Dude, Mister Beast they, is the is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Man, he's curing know, the blind. Right? He's healing so the he, sick. Mister Beast paid for a thousand um, surgeons to remove the lens and place it, replace it with a with an artificial one holy shit and man i know isn't that amazing i gotta watch that video that actually sounds insane it's really really cool it's like really cool to watch the crazy part is he's getting hate for it what yeah people are complaining because he's one he's he's, uh, he's monetizing it he's monetizing it but the thing with mr beast is his whole deal is everything he everything he earns from his videos and content he puts it back into helping people. Yeah. He has a whole fucking channel where he called Mr. Beast Philanthropy, where he fucking is like serving food to communities who can't like food shelters. He, he made his own food shelter. He's providing for other food shelters in the area. And he's like, he brought fucking water to a couple African um, communities. Like he built wells in African communities that didn't have clean water. Yeah. And that's his whole deal. But keep, people are hating him because he's monetizing it. And then two is like they're hating him for what's called um, it's called poverty tourism. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, the the thing is, he's not really like he's not really doing poverty tourism because he's he what what poverty tourism is, is somebody who is going to this really poor community and just completely showing off how poor the community is while doing nothing about it. Yeah. Whereas Mr. Beast is going to the, these communities to do something and he's recording the communities as a, like, um, um, what's the word? It's like a side effect of it, I guess. Yeah. Symptom. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's the difference is the, the reason for them going there. Yeah. No, um, I think people are right. Like, there is a really bad trend on like TikTok and YouTube right now. Where it's yeah. like, I go give homeless people food. And they're just like shove a camera in their face. Like, are you thankful? And they're like, yeah, I guess so. Thanks, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, don't like it. Subscribe. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. There is definitely an issue there. Like that is a huge, like that was one thing. I can't remember the name of a YouTuber, of the YouTuber, but there was a YouTuber who after Mr. Beast did the, like he went to the African communities and gave them water. There was a YouTuber that, <laughs> I think his name's like Phidias or something like that. 
he went to African communities and literally did poverty tourism. <laughs> and he took their water. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to see if I can cancel out Mr. Beast's like, harmful poverty tourism by dirtying these like Africans' water. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. But uh, he literally, that's all he did was like, he was like walking around the community and basically flexing on them and he oh. was doing nothing about helping them. Oh, that's fucked So up. it was really gross. Um, and everybody hated him for it. Like, no, he, the videos did not do well. Like, he got a ton of hate for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why people are hating on Mr. Beast for this. The The other thing they're hating him for is the thumbnail. And the thumbnail is really fucking weird. It's a lot. It just, it just looks weird. It looks like Uncanny Valley kind of shit. Gotcha. Um, but, um, yeah, the people are hating on Mr. Beast for this. And it's like, you really don't know who you're hating on. Like, this is what... Um, this is what he does like he helps these people earns money for it and then literally puts all the money back into it yeah which I have mad respect for Mr. Beast because of that he is like one of the few people where it's just like oh he's just a like really good guy like yeah. just totally not corrupted at all by like the fame and the power and just I mean yeah. at least from what I can tell yeah but also, I think sorry, he's, there was also like one video I saw where he was like on a podcast and they were like they asked him if he'd ever have kids and for some reason he the the examples he brought up were like i have seen like the he i guess he has like super or uh, certain mentor or not mentors but like role models that he aspires to be mm. or aspires to be like in the sense of i don't know I, anyway he, he brought up like bill gates and and mark zuckerberg and how they have kids and the way he described kids was like, I've always thought about it. Like, oh, do I want like a mini me that I can, uh, um, what the fuck did he say? He's like, do I want a mini me that can grow up and I teach him how to do this thing or like I guide him towards a certain thing or goals. The way he described it was very like robotic and like it sounded like a fucking sociopath, but. You know, as long as he doesn't have kids, he's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a good chunk of the population. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. cool. Just, like, don't let him procreate. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, not the worst person to talk to. But, like, if he had kids, I'd be scared for the world. Like, if eugenics was legal, he would be on the, like, naughty list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Dude, you're uh when you're talking about him like giving giving like food and water to like like African villages or whatever, yeah. it reminded me of this there's a comedian called like Sam Kinison or something. And he has this bit where he's like he's like, How much money do we spend a year like, you know, sending food and stuff to like African villages who like don't have food? But I'm not trying to make fun of world hunger. Matter of fact, I think I have the answer because I spend a lot of time working it out. And uh if you wanna stop world hunger? Stop sending them food. Don't send these people another bite, folks. You want to send them something? You want to help? Send them U-Hauls. Send them U-Hauls, some luggage, and send them a guy out there that goes, Hey, you know, we've been driving out here every day with your food for like the last, uh, I don't know, 30, 40 years. And we were driving out here a day across the desert, and it occurred to us there wouldn't be world hunger if you people would live where the food is! <laughs>
see this? Huh? This, this is sand. Yeah. It's sand. You know it's going to be 100 years from now, huh? It's going to be I fucking love that bitch so much. <laughs> he's like super calm and he's like got a fucking level-headed demeanor. And he just fucking explodes all at once. It's so fucking good. <laughs> How'd you live with this? <laughs> it's so good. Dude, oh, yeah. That's, I've, I've seen, I watched like one of his specials because I like heard Joe Rogan talk about him. And dude, yeah. that guy is, his whole shtick is like he just fucking screams. And apparently he used to be like a, like a, I think he used to be like a pastor at like a church where they like get loud and stuff. Oh. And so he like brings that to the fucking his stand up and he's just like screaming the whole time and just everyone's fucking amped and they're like, Yeah, tell him to go live where the food is. That's right, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's funny though. I fucking love that bit. Yeah. I'll I'll probably put it in, honestly, just because Whatever. Actually, you'll probably put it in. You're, you're probably editing this one. Dope. I mean, yeah, hopefully I can. I got drill this weekend. Oh, uh, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Whoever's editing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. We got time for, for one more topic. Topico. Topico. Topico? Tam- Topico, Kansas? Tampoco. Um, do you want to, do you want to do something heavy or, I mean, we, I feel like no, we, we have like seven minutes. We don't have time for a heavy thing. Oh, okay. Let's just talk about music, man. I honestly, I just fucking like music. Me too. Dude, you know, it's one song I've been obsessed with recently for What's no that? reason. Somebody to love by queen. <sighs> yeah, dude, that's, a, that's a good pick, man, for sure. What the fuck? I don't know. I can't. I can't get into Queen, man. It's really. I mean, like they're good. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just like, like if I'm gonna sit down and listen to music, I don't really want to listen to Queen. I guess that's fair. But all in all, they're like they're like legends in the industry, and they and they make really good music. It's just you're not into them. Yeah, it's just I would rather listen to the Waiting to Spill for the two hundred two hundred time. That too. I mean. um the reason I've been obsessed with somebody to love is like you'd think it'd be about him wanting somebody to love, but it in I, from listening to it, maybe I'm projecting when I do say this, but um, when I listen to it, it sounds more like he's so tired of life. He just needs something to love other than like getting up and looking at himself in the mirror every day. Like he's he's so tired and he hates everything so much. He needs something that he can love. Each morning I get up, I die a little. That's literally like the first fucking line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take a look in the mirror and cry. Lord, yeah, what are you dude. doing to me? I know. It sounds like he's he's like going to sing a love song, but he just fucking hates on himself no, the whole time. And I think like you're the, crazy. I think the later is... part of the song is like, he's like, I work so hard and hard. I work hard every single day, but I fucking every, I'm like, he's like praying to God. He's like, I've been, I believed in you my whole life. But I, this shit still fucking sucks. So I don't know. I think it's kind of romantic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, listeners, if you find somebody to love romantic, hit me up. Mm. 
yeah we have a lot in common i'm trying to think of a song that like because i'll do this thing like when i when i date a girl because music is just so important to me that mm. uh like you know i'll like i i say that like this isn't something that literally everyone does but like you know we'll, we'll no, have, no. We'll, i think it's just us Grace. just us because we are so musically fucking cultured yeah and that, in tune with our um tastes and music but yeah I'll like, and it's also very niche our tastes yeah that is and one like, thing very unique i don't care how much i get into buddhism i'm always going to look down on other people for uh their music taste being worse than mine <laughs> i will never let go of that nice you sound uh super not conceited at all and you know what that's okay yeah. Hey, if you have a very generic music taste, fuck you, dude. Yeah, all right. On the hate list, if you if you listen to the to the radio, unironically, hate list. Um, radio oh, listeners, get them on there. there. I just don't think anyone our age does that anymore. I I agree, dude. My dad got a new fucking truck. He he never ever hooks up his. He has an aux cable, yeah. but he never hooks his phone up to it. He's just like, yeah, the truck's got like. 80 channels on the radio just pick one and it's like separated into the genre and then separated by genre into like specific genre okay and every time i like put something on it's like i didn't want to listen to this i want to listen to my music yeah that is funny so, yeah my dad is big on like even like even i'm driving the car i'm driving my car and he and i'll like put on like a song that i like and he's like i don't like this song why are we listening to this i'm like because i like it why the, it's fucking mike well I actually he, can't pay. <laughs> he might have he did pay for, for your car bit, so maybe he gets yeah. maybe he's allowed to say that i guess we'll give him a pass either way you're driving why would you yeah. want to listen to the fucking radio I don't it's know. like all they do is play songs that you don't want to listen to at the time dude that's it that's something virginia radio sucks dude oh dude i bet virginia sucks for anything like cultural well i was just my like my parents were like flipping through the radio stations and it was all just like shitty pop song shitty pop song shitty country song and they're all like top 100 hits mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god like the radio really sucks like i thought it was oh, like yeah. there was like oh this station plays like you know alternative indie shit this station plays like pop 100 hits this station plays like country this station plays like bluegrass but it's like everyone just plays the same music in virginia mm -hmm. and i was like why wow, that's just so stupid because then i came to california and it's like oh this station plays like you know very like different stuff from other stations mm. well that's nice to know living in virginia yeah I mean, you say that like you're ever going to listen to the radio. You know what I'm saying? True, true. Well, unless fucking, unless I, um, my little Bluetooth device that I have conks out on me, you know? Oh, yeah, true. Did you get but, a new car hey, yet? Almost. My dad's friend found a car, and I, I think they've pretty much got it. It's a what Nissan Versa right SV. It's my, I'm driving my mom's car right oh, now. Okay, turn up. 2017 Nissan Versa SV. I don't know what that is, but editor put a picture of it. It's uh, apparently a super reliable car, and it was owned by a car rental company, which means it was taken care of really well. 
The issue with it being owned by a car rental company is it's got over 100,000 miles already from 2017. Oh, that's so yeah, it's kind of poo poo doo doo, but you know, it's the only car within the price range we could find. So, yeah, there you go. Turn up. All right, well, let's end it. I forgot to. Oh. You want to, yeah, did you ever find a poem to end this one on? No, but here's what we're going to do. So, first of all, we're both going to pick a song to recommend. Mm, okay. To listen to. What's a song that you've been like, oh, I got to listen to that again, bro? Um, I think I already did say somebody That's to love. Somebody love. All right, that'll be yours. You're not allowed to have another one. And I'm going to say Yellow and Green by Jockstrap. Um, I'll listen to that now. kind of funky. Bree put me on. Shout out, Bree. It's very good. Shout out, Bree. And to end the episode, I'll do, I'll read a joke from the script I'm writing right now. That's yellow in green, not yellow and green. Yeah, thank Just you, Just for Dan. listeners, because I looked up yellow and green, but it's definitely yellow in green. Yellow in green. It's, it's very pretty. It's a very pretty song, if I were to describe it. In a All word, right. very pretty. In a word exceedingly beautiful <laughs> dude i love this joke okay so it's like the context is it's a murder mystery party and uh everyone's wearing a costume and um the first guy just died and so the so the cowboy's like checking the dude out who just died he's like it looks like someone slit his throat does anyone see anything that could have been used as a sharp weapon and then a clown, one of the one of the dudes is dressed as a clown. He leans on the table, holding like an empty bottle of, of liquor and a bloody knife in the in his other hand. He goes, "Guys, guys, guys, what do you get when you cross a joke with a rhetorical question?" And then it's like a like a super wide shot of like everyone just staring at him. And then uh, a dude dressed as Jason goes, "Holy shit, he's got a knife!" Oh yeah, <laughs> shit. You should have stopped at uh you should have stopped at the wide shot. Yeah, well I that's yeah, I'll I actually do want to cut out the next part because uh okay. I it, it's funny, but it's it's like only funny in the context of the rest of it. The the yeah. wide shot at no one reacting and then he goes, Holy shit, he's got a knife. Well, if you stop there, I mean it works. Yeah. I just love that he's like he's just like he just tells a shitty joke and no one laughs because they're just like dude you're holding a fucking knife <laughs> but it also works because the joke is like that there's no answer yeah, you know question yeah so it works i really like that joke i don't know <clears throat> it's pretty good <laughs> and i like how he immediately he's just like no i don't <laughs> he's just <laughs> holding the knife <laughs> no i don't <laughs> And then I, I'm just going to keep going. I'll probably cut all this, but I just, I'm really proud of this. I don't know. It's, it's funny. You, you need a lot of more context. Anyways, um, this has been Hypocritical Haters, episode 13, the unlucky episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Grayson. My name's Dan. And uh, follow us on the social medias and subscribe and hit the bell. Yeah. What he and said. like it too. Like the video too. Like the bell, please. Rate us on Spotify. Dude, yeah, if you actually listen on Spotify, don't forget to rate us. All right, let's end it. Goodbye. Bye.